Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. Joan Didion was a great writer. She recently passed away. And she once wrote, I have already lost touch with a couple of people I used to be. Aaron Labe Smokler wrote, The deepest human project is the project of becoming a self. Now, she's writing about the process of conversion, gerus, converting to Judaism. She is someone who tutors conversion candidates, and she talks about the privilege of watching the process that people go through as they're in the process of converting. I also have this tremendous privilege. I am part of the Betin of the RCA, the conversion program of the RCA here in Montreal. And the conversion, doing conversions, working on conversions has been a major part of my professional life throughout my entire career. And she writes, conversion conversion to Judaism, Gerus, is not just the acquisition of skills or even of knowledge or practice important as those might be. Conversion fundamentally is the formation of a whole new self. Few other life choices can rival the totality of the choice to be Jewish. It changes everything. One's name, one's body, for some, for men, one's family, one's community, one's language, one's sense of time, one's framework for ethics, one's sources for guidance. Nothing is left untouched in the conscious creation of identity. And yet, the reality is that spiritual rebirth erases neither biology nor memory. People come to Judaism as textured souls, rich with webs of relationships and experiences. I watch my students traverse this liminal space between old and new, inherited and chosen, and it is messy and hard and poignant. And because it is messy and hard and poignant, the Torah emphasizes twice in our Parsha, this week's Torah portion of Mishpatim, 36 times total in the entire Torah, more repetitions of a single mitzvah than any other mitzvah. No other mitzvah is repeated in the Torah this many times. In our parsha, the ger lo sonevelo silchatsenu. Do not mistreat, do not cause distress to a ger. Now, a ger has multiple meanings. Ger means stranger, foreigner, or immigrant. But also, it means one who converts. To Judaism. And the Torah tells us 
do not upset or mistreat, neither in words nor in deeds. Because what a gear has gone through to reach where they are, standing beside you in synagogue, sitting beside you at your or their Shabbos table, working beside you for Jewish causes, inspiring you with their commitment to observing mitzvos properly and to intense Torah study and deep personal connection to God and trust in God, you have no idea what it has taken them to reach that. So just don't. The Torah repeats over and over 36 times. Just don't do or say anything or not do or not say anything that might offend or belittle or question or cause them discomfort or make them feel other. And that includes this warning, this prohibition. It includes when you do not intend to offend or upset. And it's not even clear to you why what you're saying offends or upset. Like, for example, to ask a Jewish person who has converted in some group setting at Kiddush, at a Shabbos table. So tell us about your journey. Why did you decide to become Jewish? It sounds on the surface like it would be a very respectful and appropriate kind of a question. But often it's not understood that way. Often a person who has gone through the process of conversion doesn't want to always be pointed out as the convert, the gear. They want people to see their identity as a Jew, just like I am, just like you are a Jew. That's it. Just a Jew. Let me be just a Jew. Unless it's somehow clearly spelled out within the context where such attention or such questions might be appreciated, unless that's clear, Don't assume. So you should just respect and befriend and be nice and see the commonality that you share. And that's why the Torah repeats this requirement twice in our portion, 36 times total. But there is a second layer to this, also from our Parsha, which is at the same time somewhat contradictory to the first layer and complementary. It may seem at first contradictory, but it needs to become for us complementary. And let me start by asking a famous 
often asked question. How could Moshe marry a non-Jewish woman? Moshe married Tzipporah. Tzipporah was the daughter of Yisro. Yisro was Kohen Midian, the priest to the idolatry practices in Midian. Tzipporah was the daughter of an idolatrous priest. Certainly not Jewish. How could Moshe marry Tzipporah? Or, earlier in the Torah, how could Yaakov, our patriarch Jacob, be married to two sisters at the same time, Rachel and Leah? That's a clear prohibition. How could Yaakov be married to two sisters at the same time? So, there are several answers to these questions, but one of the answers that is definitely true is that they were not yet Jewish. And let me explain what I mean by that. Many people will say, the f Abraham, Avram Avinu, Abraham, our, our patriarch, is the first Jew. What does that mean? Well, the Rambam explains what that means is that Avraham was the first person on his own to come to a recognition that there must be only one God and to serve that one God. So Abraham is the father of monotheism and the father of the family that would later become the Jewish people. But if you talk about Judaism in terms of being obligated in commandments, the obligation to observe the commandments and the obligation to stay away from the prohibitions like intermarriage, like marrying two sisters, that only starts at Sinai. Yes, it is true that Rabbinic commentators point out that the patriarchs and the matriarchs observed the Torah even before it was given. That's a midrashic comment. It certainly cannot mean literally every single mitzvah. It means perhaps that they intuited or they understood certain aspects of what later would be committed, uh, what later would be commanded. But in any event, our obligation to observe mitzvahs to observe Judaism as a religion and a lifestyle that the obligation starts from Sinai. Because every single person at Sinai converted to Judaism. The event that we read about in last week's Parsha of the Ten Commandments, and that is again in our portion, the end of our Parsha Mishpatim, our Parsha of Mishpatim has everyone converting to Judaism. That's the moment from which they are obligated. Moshe's marriage before is not relevant. Yaakov's marriages before is not relevant. They had not yet converted to Judaism. Which means that every single one of us is Jewish from birth or not from birth, but if from birth, descended from a gear.
a convert. And the end of our parsha of Mishpatim describes how the entire Jewish people converted to Judaism at Mount Sinai. There was Mila, bris, ritual circumcision for men, Tvila, immersion in a mikvah, and along with that was the most important part, Kabbalat mitzvot, accepting upon oneself the obligation, the require, the 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 commitment to observe the commandments. The Torah says in our parsha, Vayikach Sefer Habris. Moshe took the book of the covenant. Rashi says that refers to the Torah starting from Bereshis up until our Torah portion. Vayikra ba'aznehaam, and he read these words to the people surrounding Mount Sinai, waiting for God to reveal himself and to speak the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. Leading up to that event, Moshe read this first portion to them. Vayomru, and the Jewish people responded. Kol asher diber Hashem, everything that God commands, Naseve Nishma, the famous phrase, we will do it and we will learn about it. Naseve Nishma, those words form the serious commitment to observe all mitzvos completely. What we have learned so far and what we will learn in the future to the best of our ability for the rest of our lives. That's what Naseva Nishma means. And that is the essence of conversion. That was the essence of conversion for the Jewish people at Mount Sinai, just before God revealed himself and spoke the Ten Commandments. And that remains the essence of conversion throughout all of history, including today, for anyone who wants to join. It's the exact same ceremony. Even a lot of the wording is the same. And this is reflected in the second verse in our Torah portion that commands us to be careful in how we treat a Jew who has converted before. V'ger lo silchatz. Do not mistreat a ger. V'atem yadatem es nefesh ger. Because you know the soul of the ger. Ki gerim heyisem be'eretz mitzrayim. Because you were gerim in the land of Egypt. Now this verse has a double meaning and please listen carefully to these two layers of meaning. As I mentioned before, the word ger refers to a stranger, a foreigner, an immigrant. Don't mistreat such a person because you, we, we were strangers and we were immigrants and we were persecuted because of that. And so we, should especially be sensitive to those who are going through now what we went through then. That is definitely true. 
but the second layer is likewise definitely true. Kigerim heyisem, because you in Egypt, you were converts. You were undergoing the process of conversion because you too connected, converted to Judaism. And that process started in Egypt and culminated at Mount Sinai. So every one of us, Jewish since birth, also has, needs to have, needs to remind ourselves that we have Nefesh Hager, the soul of one who converts. That reshaping of identity, that messy, hard, and poignant formation of a whole new self is true for every single one of us. Some more recently and some further back. But that's the only difference. Equally true, nonetheless. So when the Torah commands us to be exceedingly careful how we treat a ger in our speech, in our behavior, never to cause discomfort, never to cause offense, never to cause humiliation. Every single one of us should identify personally with that journey because the gear is me. I too need to be able to say, I have already lost touch with a couple of people I used to be. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.